Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Hello, and welcome to the In Wheel Time car show, celebrating 10 years of award-winning car talk. Coming up, the Lilienthal's. Yay! Mercedes and Andy <laughs> from Washington State. Awesome. Conrad will have the car clinic. We'll have this week's <laughs> auto news. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars. King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this Saturday. Post-victory for the Houston Astros, the American League. Pennant champ- winner. Champions. Pennant winner. Now moving on to the, the World, World Series. Series. And don't Starts you find it Tuesday. ironic that it's probably going to be Atlanta against Texas. Atlanta, Why is Atlanta that? against Houston. Why, why well, because, because they took uh, the, the All-Star game, game away out of Atlanta, the, and they blamed us for cheating. Yeah. There so. you go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> nanny, nanny, boo, boo. We're there and not, not you. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I see Dolly and I see Francis on my, you know, what? romper room. Is that <laughs> No, it's it was the Lily and Falls bringing oh. them up. It's not Dolly and Francis. <laughs> not talking about oh, them. My. We'll get to them. I, in a am, I am so sorry. <laughs> Andy and Mercedes, you know, we've been talking about you guys for a couple, three months yeah, now. Yeah, we do talk about Since you. the last time that we, we saw you guys, and apparently you've had the the Lilienthal World Tour because we haven't been able to get a hold of you because you're all out doing something. This is true. We've been a little busy. Where have you all been? Everywhere. Oh, gosh. Uh, Colorado. Uh, we drove out to Colorado for the Overland Expo Mountain West show. Uh, you've been all throughout the desert southwest. Yeah. Um, Arizona, Nevada, California, down towards Mexico, all the way back up through Oregon when I drove home from the Rebel Rally. You know, just a couple of miles. Just a couple wow. of little things. So <laughs> it, was, it was decided before we went on the air... Uh, that we're going to start with Andy. Normally, we would start with you, Mercedes, but we're going to start with Andy today because we're going to talk legalities and banning of cars and what in the world. We read a story here not too long ago about uh, somewhere over there on the East Coast. They're going. Uh, we're not going to. We're not going to uh, actually register. Allow you to register that car. So. Anyway, with that in mind, I'll let you go ahead and explain the story and give us an update of Tell where we stand current. now. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing started this summer, actually, with the state of Maine not uh, allowing uh, Mitsubishi Delica vans, which are an imported vehicle, uh, brought in under the federal 25-year rule, which states that if a vehicle was never federalized or sold here, that it can be imported into the United States. Uh, These vehicles, uh, which were originally for the Japanese market, legally imported, legally registered, uh, were basically, uh, the owners of these vans were sent letters stating that the vehicles had to be taken off the roads because they were no longer deemed road legal. They were now only for off-road use. Now, this is despite the fact that these vehicles had been legally registered, legally imported, all that stuff. So there's been this uh, debacle going on in Maine. And for whatever reason, they've only singled out the, uh, the Mitsubishi Delica. 
there has been rumors of ex-military vehicles like ex-Hummers uh, being singled out, too. I haven't heard anything about that directly. But then in addition, uh, just not too terribly long ago, the state of Rhode Island also decided to start pulling registrations on previously legally registered K cars. Now, I'm not talking about Chrysler K cars from the 80s, but I'm talking about are KEI, which is short for Kejidosha, K cars from Japan. These are the little small cars, 660 cc's. They're basically sold in Japan, and the people who live there get a tax incentive for having a smaller car. Now, again, under the 25 year rule, you can bring them in. Um, but what we're finding out is that uh, the 25 year rule is a federal rule, uh, registration is a state by state thing. Ah. But still, uh, the idea that uh, you know, you've had something legally registered and then they tell you, oh, sorry, not anymore. Give me the plates. Yeah, park it. Yeah, so, no so the, after, or anything. Yeah. So the, question, the state took your money. So the question is, why do they not want to register these? It's a good question. And I don't think that there's a real good answer to that at this point. So uh, the the as I understand it, uh, what happened was, Maine has a visual inspection and it's run through the Maine State Police. And somebody with one of our other Mitsubishi Delica vans came through and either they didn't understand what it was or couldn't figure out something about it. So a phone call was made to a higher up. Somebody came in and noticed it didn't have the Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standards decal on it, so or FMVSS. And so the FMVSS sticker... And all the cars, you know, all your newer cars since probably the uh, since 1969, I believe, will have some sort of placard that says this vehicle complies to federal motor vehicle safety standards. Well, as as it was explained, uh, apparently that vehicle, the Delica, which it doesn't surprise me because it was never federalized. Well, it's a uh, seven passenger van. So it's a big van. Was brought in. They didn't know. They couldn't find this decal. And they said, well, this is this is clearly an off-road vehicle if it doesn't have the federal motor vehicle safety standards thing and uh, they must have decided that well we're just going to say all these via vans are are not not registrable able to be registered for road use so uh, basically yikes. the logic the logic as far as most of us can figure out is if the vehicle doesn't have a federal motor vehicle safety <laughs> standard it's technically in the state of maine an off-road vehicle and Maine's laws say they don't register off-road vehicles for public use on highways. So now, you know, of course, there's all kinds of weirdness. Like you could register a Model T with wooden wheels, right? And it's all about safety, you know? And, uh, safe, safe. Right. By the way, safe. there's like no helmet law or anything in Maine for motorcycles. And uh, I mean, there's all there's all kinds of things you could do from a safety perspective. So, Andy, so, Andy, the bottom line is, is that you find folks over there on the left coast really don't like those people over on the right coast. (laughs) (laughs) I am not going to say that at all. All right. So so what is it? uh, What is it that really concerns you? Because we're just talking about two states that you probably will never visit in your entire life. Uh, Talking about those two. Are you worried about that? This this thing. Infection. May, infection may spread across the United States. That's the real problem, right? That's absolutely the real. That's absolutely the real problem. Uh, I I live on the other side of the coast. I live in the other Portland, not Portland, Maine, but Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Yep. Um, but the the fear is that this becomes a precedent and starts being uh, going to other states. 
uh, all in the name of safety and and environmental concern and so on and so forth. I I have to bring my my uh, my Delica, which is a diesel, through emissions here in in Portland, Oregon. Yep. I have to comply, and I've never failed once. All never my stuff, all my stuff passes. Um, and if we're talking safety, uh, that's a it, it's ridiculous because you can register you can register classic microcars that I guarantee are way less safe than uh, a, than my van, which is the size of like a Toyota, Toyota Sienna. Sienna. Yeah. But so the the fear is that not only are they going to come for your Delicas, but they might come for your Rovers. They might come for your MGs. They might come for your older, uh, cars, older cars, your classics. That yeah. sixty, uh, that sixty-five Mustang sure is nice, but you know it's probably not real yeah. safe. You know. Yeah. So then the question becomes, where do you draw the line? How safe is safe enough? So the, the the fix for this is going to be an effective um, political action committee oh, on the part of the the what I'll call gray market cars. You might not want to call them gray market cars, but this this package of cars. So you guys are going to need to have an active lobbying arm to protect yourself, state to state to state to state, because federally you're allowed to. So is there an organization of that lobbying arm already formed, and what are they doing? Yeah, so my first call was to the SEMA Action Network. Right. Uh, SEMA is Specialty Equipment Manufacturers Association, probably best known for the SEMA show in Las Vegas. Right. But they do a lot of things. So I, I contacted the, the SEMA Action Network and have been in touch with them. Uh, one of the owners in Maine had a consult with, with a lawyer. And uh, the, the, the consult sort of ended in this idea that this is going to need to be a lobbying thing more than a right, lawsuit right, right, thing. Right. So, uh, you know, again, I don't actually live there. My job as a as a as a writer is is to get the word out and spread the spread the word. But at the same time, I'm going a little above above and beyond that because I I as a as the owner of three uh, JDM vehicles that have been brought in under the 25 year rule, I don't want to end up with three Japanese domestic market paperweights. Right. So, so really big ones. It's or personal. micro Airbnbs. But so. you know also that there's probably a huge market for those cars coming back to Japan. You could probably make millions. Yeah. It's yeah, personal. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's the JDM <laughs> thing is hot now. And, um, you know, but it's not just Japanese cars. You know, it's any it's any any, any yeah. car without a Federal import, Motor Vehicle yeah. Safety the, Standards the, right. decal the, that was imported. There were lots Again, of... Again, like, I looked to the Land Rover crowd. There's plenty of Land Rovers that are brought in through the UK. Right, and, and lots of Mercedes that were brought in through the 70s and 80s. And Jags. That they yeah. didn't yeah. Yep. sell here, that they sold in Europe, mm. that they drug right. in. Right, Skylines, all sorts of stuff. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I mean? so, okay, you guys, so where do we go from here? I mean, do so our listeners want to get in touch with you, or you want to send them to somewhere? What, how can we help this cause? At, at this point, that's a really good question. I've been digging into it just recently. Uh asking people, so what's next? You know, okay, so hey, anybody in Maine, what's what's happened? And a lot of these guys have already sold their vans and they're just like, I don't I'm not putting up with it. So they've and they just they've, got rid of it. So I think what'll have to happen is there'll have to be some sort of lobby. I'm again I literally yesterday sent SEMA Action Network a follow up just saying, hey, where do we go from here? What's next? Is there a lobby? How do we get a lobby? 
all this kind of stuff. So, so, so I think we're going to wait and see. Basically, uh, the people in Maine have caved. And part of the reason they probably caved in is because the government never runs out of money. And right. then to individually hire an attorney, it's going to take a relatively wealthy person to push that through. I got an answer for you guys. You guys need to come down here to Texas. I've, we I've, got it together I've, down here. Come I think, on. I think it's going to be Congressman Andy pretty soon. Congressman Andy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the first people to suggest a, a run for some sort of thing in Maine. So that, that's a long, it's like 3,600 miles away from where I live here in Oregon. So but, you uh, commute. Accepted. You get an apartment. <laughs> You commute on weekends. Yeah, that's right. Right. You never know. You okay, never well, know. Let's, let's switch gears here because uh, my dear sweet Mercedes has been sitting there patiently Honest, waiting yeah. for her turn. And uh, let's just go for it and talk about the Rebel Rally and all the things that you've been doing. Yeah, the Rebel Rally. Uh, uh, it's hard to believe that I think, was it today? I don't know. My days are still blending together. Uh, I think today was a week ago now uh, that we just finished the 2021 competition. Um, I partnered with Volkswagen of America and did it all in a uh, 2021 all-wheel drive, all-electric ID4. Wow. How in the world did that work? Where do you plug that thing in when you're, you know, a million miles from nowhere? Solar charger. Into a cactus. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> there, there is something called the sun. There is something that's called solar power. Um, that, that's pretty much the number one question that I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting a lot of people that are sending me direct messages and, and things like that on Instagram, on Twitter, on you know Facebook, wherever the place. And the number one thing is, how do you charge this thing? Um, you know, the rally is eight days total, seven days of competition. Uh, it's about 1,400 miles this year. So, and it's all throughout the California and Nevada deserts. Um, so this year we started in the Hoover Dam and worked our way all the way down to Glamis next to the, essentially the Mexican border. So Mercedes, um, we're running a video and uh, we've, we're, I'm just going to stop it at some pictures here, if that's all right with you. Sure, sure. So please so, continue yeah. on. So basically what we did is we had, uh, there was one other full EV, there was a Rivian uh, R1T truck, and it was their second year competing, and then the ID4 were the full EVs. There were five additional PHEVs, and PH is plug-in hybrids. Um, that being said is there was a uh, remote charging semi-truck that we all basically synced up with whenever we had a chance to get there. No, wait, wait, just to stop right there. Let's see. Does that not either have diesel or doesn't it have fossil fuel that powers it? Just the it generators. Wasn't supposed to the, the, so there's a couple different things. It wasn't supposed to have. Uh, any fossil fuel tied to it this year. Um, but they did. were going to be powered with hydrogen. And that there was an issue with the truck. Uh, they tried a couple of other trucks. They couldn't um, work things out. And unfortunately, the remote uh, charging station was powered by a diesel generator. That was a backup of backup plans. It was supposed to have been hydrogen. <laughs> The base camp. Well, you don't have to be so defensive about it. No, no, yeah, really. I mean, it's, it's the truth. It's, it's what's interesting is is you have to plan for contingencies, especially if you're in the middle of the desert with EVs. Of course. It, it, you know, we're on the cusp of just the the beginning of the greatness of the EV movement, especially off road. So um, that was kind of a all right. We have to go back to plan C D E F to make it work. Um, Renewable Innovations was the company that pulled everything together that had the remote semi truck that charged us. And then also at base camp, they had a, a fabulous new that they have like solar flowers that that um, that came up and, and followed the sun. And that was powered by hydrogen, to my understanding. So 
the, the goal is to be 100% sustainable and 100% green, both base camp and rolling charging. Beautiful pictures you guys took of the of your uh, Volkswagen out there in the boonies. Yeah, who took those? Was that Andy taking those? Well, some of it. <laughs> <was> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, so they're uh, depending on the photos they do. Uh, Rebel Rally does have in-house staff, so I'm not I'm not seeing what is being posted right now. I do have many photos. I actually took uh, myself with my own camera. You. You can't have a GPS-enabled camera, so they're all older cameras. If competitors do want to bring in their their gear and be able to take, you know, secret or you know, not secret, but like you know, quick shots along the way, um, those will end up in articles and things like that of that nature. So uh, a wide variety of of uh, photos and all of that will be had. Well, so, how in the world did you get chosen to do this? Did you raise your hand and say, "I want to do it"? And they said, "Come on down." Pretty exciting. <laughs> Sorry, my voice is a little bit hoarse still. Um, You know, by planets aligning and um, opportunity and having that time already open because I was planning on being there as media, um, you know, Volkswagen had approached me and said, hey, this is what we're wanting to do. We know it's a big challenge. Uh, The ID4 is a great commuter car. It's a brand new vehicle. The rear wheel drive variant has been out for maybe six months or so. The all-wheel drive version didn't come out until a month before the rally. So that's brand new. Uh, and that's what they wanted to run in the rally. I want to talk about no, range. No. What kind of range did you yeah, have? Don has range anxiety. Bad. <laughs> As does everybody, it seems. Um, so in a perfect world, the rating is 249 miles of range, miles in range. Yeah. Uh, that is important to note because that's ideal uh, circumstances, great weather, you know, downhill probably that type of thing with a tailwind with a tailwind yeah, right, exactly. exactly going slowly um but it, it wildly varied in the rally because you had you know we had literally a day day and a half of a severe dust storm windstorm oh, wow. we had huge rocks we had tight trails off camber we had loose sand we had hot temperatures we had 20 degree temperatures so that all affects the battery so we in, in the Volkswagen was great, super rock solid. We never had any issues mechanically or battery wise. Um, so that's a huge testament to Volkswagen of America and Volkswagen corporate. The all wheel drive right now is being built in Germany until the Chattanooga factory comes online. But that being said is, you know, we we were constantly shifting. My navigator, Emily Winslow, was was constantly shifting her calculations. And, and rechecking, rechecking me to say, okay, we went 10 kilometers because rally we did in kilometers. And she said, okay, 10 kilometers, I would call up the usages. She'd say, okay, you're at about one and a half or two kilometers of range to every one traveled or up to four or more in really tough terrain uh, range to one traveled. So it could be anywhere from like four plus to one or it could be one to one or even less. If I'm regenerating and going down a really steep, slow paved section as a transit in Death Alley, I was able to make 10 kilometers back. So constant recalibration, constant figuring out how this works, rechecking your numbers and navigating and driving in a completely different way. I was gonna to say, yeah, you gotta figure out where you're going at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we- And there is something called checkpoints. You know, you had to basically find hidden checkpoints all throughout the desert and get those and people with the most points won. So there's a lot going on, a huge challenge. And um, I think for us, we came eighth out of 10th uh, in the crossover class. And to me, that's a it's a fine testament to the vehicle. And we finished super strong, never had any tire puncture issues, cool. no issues with the vehicle, not even a rattle. I was expecting there might be even rattles over some of the washboards and things that took it through, nothing. 
Wow. So when you got to your night stop and plugged into the mothership that was, <laughs> I'm assuming, following you, was it charging you at 220? Or was it charging you at 440? So it was DC fast charge. Um, okay, so they okay. had a couple of different charging uh, opportunities. So there was also Kia and then Jeep had, uh, let's see, Kia had the uh, Sorento, Sorento plug-in hybrid. The Jeep had the 4xE plug-in hybrid. Uh, so they, I think, had the slower charge, but they were plugged in overnight. Um, the Rivian and myself, we were able to do the really quick, fast charge. So I believe in about an hour or so, we were fully charged up. Wow. Uh, wow. The Rivian, to my understanding, had a bit over 300 miles of range. Uh, and so this, I believe, is also production EV uh, battery pack versus last year when they first did it was a prototype battery pack. So they were running at a, at a, a big experiment, too, because that really hasn't been done before. The oh, Rivian wow. had a bigger battery pack, too, than the, the Well, yeah, just the size right, of right. the vehicle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think theirs was if, if don't quote me, but I think theirs was 314 of range and ours is 249 of range. Got it. OK, so what are the plans for you? Are you going to do the Rebel Rally again? What, what have you got in your future now till, uh, let's say, the springtime? Oh, that's a great question. I've got uh, loads of articles, <laughs> podcasts, radio shows, and things like that talking about our experience uh, because it was it's so much on the forefront of that technology. What are the challenges? What's great? How did it do? You know, especially with it being an unconventional off-roader, that's going to be taking a good bit of time. So stay tuned to my social media or Crankshaft Culture. We'll be posting those types of um, uh, bits of news as they transpire. Uh, I'd love to do the Rebel Rally again. I think especially partnering with Volkswagen and in an unconventional vehicle that you wouldn't think of. Oh, wow, I'm going to take this ID4 electric Well, let me, car. let me think here. Who would be unconventional? I, I don't oh, know anybody could be that unconventional. Would be That's, it, yeah, it's the Lilienthal's. That's yeah. who it is, and yes. I, and I think Volkswagen has a couple of hundred thousand used diesels sitting yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that they're trying to get registered somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. In Maine. I think with, with Volkswagen, they were an, they were an exceptional partner because they they wanted to push the boundaries. They oh, yeah. wanted to see the vehicle capability. You know, yes, there are limitations of it. There are limitations to every single you know make model that was out there. Um, but to be able to put your neck out there and say, you know what, let's try this, let's do this, let's see if it works, and let's have fun. They build fun cars. They build vehicles that are are just rock solid. And how can I how can I be victorious? and make it work as a driver, as well as Emily Winslow, my partner, she's in uh, Puyallup uh, in Washington, so just north of us in Oregon, and how can she navigate me there so we never would run out of charge, and we never did. Awesome. That, cool. is, that is great. Wow. So uh, who cooks a Thanksgiving dinner at y'all's house? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, usually it kind of we to Victoria. Yeah, we usually use it as a time to go on vacation. Uh, we've been up to Canada a lot of times, so... And they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Canada. No, so they have cares? their own Thanksgiving, in, you know, in July yeah. or something. They have mountains. Right, right. We, we go, yeah, we don't really cook Thanksgiving. Usually we've gone up there. But who knows? Right, right now, I'm not sure what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> I'm Spice up the chicken, wrap it in extra heavy-duty foil wrap, par park it on top of the intake manifold, drive to, drive to Canada, right. and, and rotate it around a couple of times. It'll go. be done when you get manifold there. Manifold cooking. I was going to say, that's not going to happen in an EV. <laughs> As Mike would say, wholesome donkey up to Canada. Wholesome donkey, yeah. that, that's it. <laughs> it is always so much fun to talk to you guys. We love you guys and love following everything we that do. you guys are doing. We right? talk about you all the we, time. We honestly <laughs> do. That's true. 
Zonks is all good. Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. It, it, it truly is. is. You, and uh, you, you know, need Don on your podcast. Yeah, that's what you need. You need Don yeah, on your podcast. Have that podcast yeah. go right down the toilet man. is what you have, have there. You can talk about his 50th high school reunion. Andy, Mercedes, it's great to talk to you guys and get caught up. Uh, best of luck to you here in the next few months, and let's talk soon. Sounds good. Thank Thanks for, Thanks having, for us. having us on the show. Love you <laughs> guys. You. I'll take care. Oh, my gosh. It's always fun. cool people. I, I, Very cool people. We could we could have them on for hours. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We could yeah, we they, could do. They it. got great stories. Uh, we could have the Lilienthal show. Yeah. And make the whole show about them. Yeah. Yeah, but they'd have to get up all four early. Well, that that is true. <laughs> we could do remote from their place. Oh hey, yeah. Now yeah. there you go. See, I always thought the whole show was about Don. Oh. <laughs> you know. It Here always has to come down you to this. make them cry again. I, I yeah, again. <laughs> again. You know, I, I really, I, I get, I listen to the stories about the rally that they go on, and, and I'm thinking, you know, it, it's women only, which I think is a great thing for yeah, them. Absolutely. But I'm thinking, you know, if I could still get into my dress, maybe I could sneak yeah. into it. Hey, listen, right. Halloween is next weekend, brother. <laughs> I mean, we're we're the race in. Race is over, and then and then, you, and then you could be Emmanuel Tranny. That would be a drag race. Oh, God. Emmanuel Tranny. All right. Sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> Off much. The for rails. That. All right, we're going to wrap up today's in wheel time car show after this quick break. We all know about aftermarket and online parts stores, and each one has something.